0: Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors and Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years, we repair what we sell and don't in our full time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and auto recycling in Kyoto.
1: Welcome back to Corver's Corner. We got a special guest. Uh First, Mark, welcome to your show. <laughs>
2: I don't know about it. It's my show. Um, uh, you must be sipping that um something special here, Dave Johnson. But I uh, always,
1: always good to talk to you, sir. Well, it's called Corver's Corner. Well, uh, our guest today is the spaghetti to your meatballs, is the baseball to your hot dog, is the Batman to your Robin, of course, we're talking about Dakota Heath. Welcome to the program.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. It's good to be good to be on.
1: All right. Well, we are gonna start peppering you with questions right off the bat, Dakota. You are are a, a, a more knowledgeable hockey uh, guy than I think. Me and Mark both. Uh, Mark might be catching up with you a little bit. Uh, you know the ins and outs of the game. So let's talk. I just want to talk about these last two games. What do the Heartlanders really do to have such a big winning weekend? And what did it mean to you and all the other real hardcore fans like you to have a weekend like that where we win? And uh, that's the first question.
2: Uh, Well, you know, it it, it definitely feels great, especially with the way uh, Wednesday went. Wednesday was not so pretty and it's kind of a night we don't want to talk about, but, uh, Yeah, um, I'd say that they handled the puck a lot better, um, especially on the back end there. You know, obviously, one of the biggest struggles we've had was turning the puck over in our own zone. And, um, you know, just they were a lot smoother with their passes, a lot more crisp passes, a lot more tape to tape passes. I noticed a lot less stretch passing, which stretch passing is when you go from your end to, like, the other team's end of the ice. Uh, You know, they were just more. They looked like a more complete hockey team over the weekend than they did Wednesday, definitely, but that was a big problem, obviously, was turning the puck over, and they did not really turn the puck over a lot over the weekend, and that led to some uh, big success. What is referees Rocco's favorite Disney character, and you can't say Hercules? Uh, <laughs> um... I don't think I want to know. I, I, I was Pinocchio with his uh, yeah, Pinocchio. Yeah, that'd
1: be a good one. Yeah, with his, his uh, big old carrot there. All right. Well, I would vote for uh, the greatest Disney character ever, Gaston. Uh, but uh, well, uh, let's talk about uh, uh, why does the team play so good when they're on TV?
2: Truthfully, I, I'm i I'm not even sure. I know that our MC22 games they seem to play a heck of a lot better and I don't know if it's just if it's just a Saturday thing or uh, truthfully, I don't know what it is. Uh, obviously, you know, this weekend was what I think probably one of the best weekends the team's put together in a while if not the entire season. Uh, I mean, the Wheeling weekend was pretty good, but Obviously, I'd say that that weekend and this weekend, this past weekend, probably two of the best Friday-Saturday games they've had in a long time. So, uh, you talk I know uh, it was Friday, I think, you got C.J. Mott's jersey. I think you've seen him more than I have, I believe, with the Quad City Mallards, talked about C.J., yeah, even yeah. though he's – you know, injured, uh rumored to maybe, you know, make an appearance here down the stretch of the season, uh, like what T J brings to the team even though he's not playing. Um, you know, just based off of what I've watched when I watched him before, like you said, um yeah, he's definitely a good goaltender. Um you know, and his stats from previous seasons show that, you know, there's a reason the Wild brought him back into their system. Um, obviously they saw he'd be a good fit with us and you know, obviously, it didn't work out. Obviously, he took an injury early in the season. And rumor was that I heard over the weekend was that he was supposed to return a couple weeks ago. And uh, so, like I said, I don't know how much truth there is to this. I just heard this. Uh, but supposedly, uh, Mr. Sanchez there, James, uh, ran a shot off his head in practice and uh, apparently gave Mont a setback. So, like I said, how much truth that there is, I don't know, but CJ is definitely a really, really good goaltender. He brings a lot of character on the ice. And, um, you know, obviously a lot of people from the Quad Cities were happy to see that he was back around the area because he's definitely a good guy, all-around great guy. You know, we were talking about that after the game, like you said, Mark, when I got his jersey. Talking about Quad Cities, he did say that he does miss it sometimes, but he is happy to be back around, at least somewhat local to the area.
1: Well, uh, I think it's my turn again. Uh, tell me uh, about uh, your memorabilia. Which jerseys? What what all do you got over there? Uh, Heartlander stuff?
2: Um, A lot. I have about I want to say about 10 Heartlander jerseys now. Uh, I'd, I'd have to count that. Um, I've got You know, I've got all the trading cards. I've got several pucks. Um, I've got, uh, when they did the cancer series, I got one of the nameplates. I got Alex Bretzman's nameplate. I was trying to go for his jersey, too, because obviously my hockey number is 27, so I was trying to get double down, but unfortunately I didn't get his his jersey, so I got his nameplate. I do have uh, a good friend of mine. His name is Zach Starry. Uh, he made me a little figurine of Trevin Koslowski. Uh, obviously, you know, Trevin and I have a really big bond, so that was something that meant a lot to me. And I just I – just tell you off the top of my head, I really don't know. I just know it's a lot. Um, I've got one of those commemorative tickets from last season that they did with the inaugural game. I believe Mark has one himself too. But I've got a pretty good amount. Um, I've also got a stick hanging up on my wall. I do have one of Trevin's sticks from last year hanging up on my wall. Uh, I got a team signed flag that I got for my birthday from the team last year, which was a pretty cool present, but I've got quite a bit. Um, so you play, I know you mentioned you play a deck hockey and talk about you know, the the rules and like all what deck hockey consists of. So, deck hockey is um, it's a very interesting sport, to say the least. It's definitely very popular in uh, Canada and out on the East Coast because it originated out in uh, Pennsylvania and Massachusetts. Leminster, I want to say Pennsylvania. It might even be Massachusetts. But I know the name of the city. Leminster, it was originally originated here in the United States, and I actually originally thought it was in Canada, because all the major companies that do deck hockey stuff are in Canada. Well, actually, it originated here in the United States, but... A lot of the rules, um, you know, it's just like hockey in a way, uh, but it's three-on-three. No contact, which sucks sometimes. Um, You use a ball instead of a puck, uh, but... I mean, the rules, there's some rules, you know, they're still tripping, hooking, holding, interference, you know, some a lot of the similar rules. Uh, there is one rule in deck hockey that is different than ice. And that's if you play the ball with your stick up high, you know, on ice, if you play with a high stick, it blows it dead. In deck hockey, you do that, it's a penalty. So there's, there's some rules that are the same, there's some rules that are different. Um like says it's, it's three on three. It's a lot of back and forth, um, but it's still you know it's still fun. a lot of uh, a lot of guys like a lot of pro players like um Jonathan Huberdo, for example, he plays uh, deck hockey in the summertime. he's a uh, one of napper, one of the biggest companies through deck hockey napper. he's one of their biggest uh, sponsored sponsored players, but it's it's definitely you know different but similar. yeah you know, i I have fun with it.
1: Uh, Whose turn is it, Mark?
2: I believe it is your turn, sir.
1: Okay. Uh, So, uh, Dakota, you, uh, uh, I believe, uh, remember you telling me that you kind of grew up watching the Quad City uh, Mallards, was it? Yes. Well, uh, how many years have you been following hockey, and what was the greatest moment of – you know, quad cities or, or, uh, or give me, give me one of both. What was the best moment you had with the, uh, with the quad city team and, and what was the best moment that you had, uh, uh, with the Heartlanders? Um,
2: uh, well, I've been watching hockey since I was in diapers. So it's been, let's see, 20, we'll say 22, maybe even 23 years. I'm, you know, I'm 24, so. Uh, my, I'd say my best Quad City moment would be I was very, very little. I was only two. I still remember it, though, was when the Mallards won the Colonial Cup back in 01, 02, the 01-02 season. Um, I think I believe it was the one 02 season. It might even be the 2000-2001 season, but I know it was in 2000. I, I was very little. Um, I still remember that. And then... Honestly, to kind of combine it into two, uh, the anniversary for the very original uh, championship before I was born was last season because it was canceled due to COVID. The season before that, um, I got to meet one of my favorite players growing up, the Mallards and Mark McFarland. You know, he was he's my favorite Mallards player when I was very little, and to be able to meet him was pretty special. And my favorite Heartlanders moment. Um, I'd have to say it was when I got that the flag the team signed flag and uh, Trevor stick for my birthday last year. Um, it I really honestly, it caught me off guard. I was not expecting it whatsoever. Okay, um, do you put ketchup on your pizza? I do not. I did hear that uh, Sanchez does do that, and I have not tried it yet, and I don't know that I'm going to try it. <laughs> no disrespect to James, but I don't know. That's something I'd I'd try.
1: Well, I'll, I'll tell you straight up, if we can get James on this show, I'll put ketchup on my next pizza.
2: <laughs>
1: if, there's, if that's something I can do to entice him to come on. Uh, well, let me ask you. Uh, this year and last year combined, uh, give me some players that maybe we could watch uh, that might have a bright future in hockey, some uh, talented uh, prospects that have uh, donned the uh, Heartlanders gear. Um,
2: I, me personally, I would have to say definitely Tommy Parentino. Uh, Tommy's been really good. Obviously, James. Um, one that I think gets swept on is Ryan Wheeler. I think Wheeler's—he's really good on the back end. Um, and honestly, even though he's just been with us this weekend, that uh, I'm having a brain fart on his name. The 6 four defenseman we just signed that played over the weekend—I'm already really impressed with him. You know, he's got a long reach and long stride. Obviously, being six foot four, you know that's some benefits and. A lot of defensemen that size strive greatly and you know in the pro leagues and I think he's gonna have a great future ahead of him uh I know who doesn't won't have a future is uh the wheeling goalie in the world of boxing uh talk about the the goalie fight uh you saw on uh, with him the last week or so and need your, your thoughts on that and like he got that SOB got what he deserved. You know, I'm being a little not biased here, but. I'm definitely going to say karma. Karma, karma, karma. Um, obviously, you know, everybody knows what happened with Brad Barone when he was here. I mean, it made it all the way up national-wide to spit and Chicklets. For those of you that know what that podcast is, you know, they've got, you know, that's literally one of the, the top hockey podcasts. And they posted about it. Uh, But as for the fight, uh, I loved it. I'm not going to lie. I loved it. Obviously, even though I dislike both teams, um, watching Barone literally get ragdolled. I mean, Fancy just ragdolled him. There's there's no argument to that. I mean, that first punch that Fancy threw, it caught Barone off guard. And obviously, from there, it was all Fancy. But uh, I definitely loved it. Um, like you said, you know, like I said, karma, uh, you know, you're going to go after a player. Suppose that I, I don't know what led up to it, but apparently from what I've heard, Barone just skated down the ice and fancy just said, okay, we're going
1: to do this. Let's go. America. Is it my turn again? It is. All right. Uh, do you, uh, do you have, or even, Mark, you can be in on this. Do you, either one of you have a David Fine bobblehead? Or if not, how much would you be willing to pay for one?
2: I do not. And I would personally, I would take the David Fine bobblehead. Uh, David's, David's a really great broadcaster, in my opinion. He's very, uh, most broadcasters for their teams are very biased towards their team. And David David's very neutral no matter what team we're playing. I've noticed that if you listen to his broadcast. Um, on Saturday, I, you know, I didn't make it to Saturday's game, unfortunately, because I wasn't feeling well, but I still did watch it on the broadcast. And, uh, you know, some of the good plays, you know, David, and obviously Chris was on there with David being it was an MC-22 um, game. But, I mean, you know, even some of the nice plays that Kalamazoo was making, David would even say, you know, those were nice plays or just – Honestly, truthfully, I would definitely take one. David is a great, a great broadcaster and a great play-by-play guy, and I definitely think goes underrated in this league.
1: Well, Mark, uh, how about you? Do you have one, or would you pay? How much would you pay for one?
2: Um, I I pay about as much as uh, what I would pay a Kamala Harris side like baseball.
1: Oh, oh, but, oh man!
2: That's oh, a- and. and in all honesty though, I mean I I dropped me, like, twenty bucks for one.
1: See? That's that's a decent that's a fair answer. That's a very fair answer. I think they could probably produce one for twenty bucks. I'd be down for twenty bucks. Uh Dakota'd be down for twenty bucks. Here's sixty bucks. Better better get to get to market in that dang thing. Uh yeah. here's here's uh 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 you, uh, you, know, sure. d- you know
2: Dave, I'm gonna I wanna interrupt you real quick here. Dakota, it's a le- less known fact. He has ten bobbleheads of his fa- of uh, Alex the Turtle Hageman on his wall. <laughs> no.
1: <clears throat> I okay, Mark, it's your turn. I think.
2: Okay. Uh, let me see. You uh, one hockey player for president. Who is it and why? It's political seasons coming. Uh, that that is actually a very good one to think on. Um I'm gonna go a little old here just because he's one of the biggest hockey memes. Funniest moments out there, Billy Impresgalov, because anybody that knows the NHL and knows Briscoff knows. One time after a hockey game, um, the the announcers were just absolutely late or nothing. The announcers, The press was just laying into him, and his response to them was, "It's only a game. Why you have to be mad?" I. And it's just. It was something absolutely hilarious and. To be fair, something like that would be funny to hear, you know. In the in the political side, you know, like if shit hits the fan in the world, they're gonna know he's like, "Well, why are you mad?" If I truthfully had to pick someone, I think I'd pick him.
1: All right, I got one for you. What player for the Iowa Heartlanders is the most like Dakota Heath?
2: may or may not surprise some. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Lenny. Um, anybody that, you know, Mark which Mark knows me. Uh, obviously, you know, me and Mark hang on every game. I don't – I'm the guy that doesn't take any shit, just like Lenny. Um, I won't lie. <laughs> Last season in deck, I led our uh, division in penalty minutes with uh, almost 30. I think I had like 22. And uh, that's that's pretty high in deck hockey, um, and a lot of it was for uh, getting into scrums with other players that were being, yeah, pest. So I, I, me, I'd have to say probably Lenny. You know, obviously I can score when I need to score, and obviously I don't take no shit. Um, obviously, fighting's <laughs> not allowed in deck hockey. There has been some tussles, and I've kept my cool and not gotten into a tussle. But uh, obviously, I still say Lenny because obviously, you know, Lenny's just a great player, and he's not afraid to stand up for his team. Um, who's the better mascot, uh, Radar Dash or buoy? Um. Oh. I'm gonna say no no disrespect to radar, no disrespect to the other. Together. I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to say Dash. I mean I've never been to a cracking game so I can't say that you know, Bowie's a good mascot. I mean I've seen a lot of things, but like I said, obviously Seattle's Seattle. I live in Iowa, but I have to say Dash because Dash is always, you know, even in the middle of play, he's in the crowd, taking pictures with kids. Mark, Mark, you and I both know he's not afraid to come down and be on the glass with us a few times. Um, so even, you know, even in other sections, he'll walk down to the end and lean on the glass and start beating. And I haven't really, really seen much of others really do that other than, well, obviously crash. But. Crash is a whole different breed of mascots. I mean, he stands on the railings in the aisles for crying out loud, but i definitely say out of those three, I'd have to pick Dash.
1: Dash is cool, is he? Well, that is vintage Dakota Heath. No disrespect, but that guy you mentioned, I can't even remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, so uh, um, what's it like to be there to be Mark's sidekick at a game? And uh, what's it like when Mark's not there and you have to carry the the burden all on your own shoulders there?
2: I'll just put it this way. When Mark's not there, it sucks. (laughs) It's not, it's not, it it just, it sucks when Mark's not there. Obviously, in all a couple of the Wednesday games, Mark hasn't been there due to some more conflicts, but I mean, it just, it sucks. When Mark is there, obviously the energy is just 10 times better. I don't, I don't feel like I'm on my own being that that one guy that's beating and banging. while Everybody else is kind of looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> Excuse my language, but...
1: <laughs> well, it was a family show. I have show. seen a
2: few people give us that look.
1: It was a family show for 22 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> but it's a hockey show, so we're going to have to let it slide. Uh, Mark, uh. You give him one more question, and I got one more question after that.
2: Well, I said there are a lot of things wrong with you, Dakota, but that's like a whole other podcast. <laughs> oh, let me see. Uh, oh, boy. I'm thinking here. Do oh my- you see our uh, beloved captain, the Small. he's currently with the Iowa wild. Do you foresee him staying up there next season? Or do you see him coming back to the heartlanders? Um, I'm going to say, I believe he, I'm going to say that he's going to be in the morning for a while. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think you Reece... I know, disrespect any of the guys on the Heartlanders. I think Reese is, you know, talented to hold his own, you know, up in the AHL and you know, good for him. Um, I love when I've chatted with him briefly. So Reese is a good guy, and I think he, he deserves that opportunity. Oh yeah, absolutely, I agree. He definitely deserves it. Um, you know, a lot, you know, lots of guys on that team that deserve it, um, but obviously, you know, Des Moines. Um, you know, they, they see where they see fit, and obviously they have to go with guys that are on contracts first. Obviously, Reese was on the contract, and, you know, they needed somebody quickly, and they said, hey, Reese, you know, he said, he's already gotten it. which I believe he's never played up until he got to Des Moines. Well, he has before. He has played with Des Moines to the Wild, out loud before. Um, so I like, you know, hey, you played with us before. I know Bo got a short call up there, which Bo, I was very deserving of that as well, but uh, you know, and uh, something that I noticed yesterday with the wild was uh that old father-son connection uh, took a little bit of place. Obviously, the Wheeling's head coach happens to be the son of the amazing Tim Army, and uh, one of Wheeling's best that uh Lenny beat the living schnoz out of, uh, and Cam Housinger was actually just called up to Des Moines yesterday.
1: Well, if we were a little incoherent, me and Mark, uh, that's because uh, I just getting up and uh, uh, he ain't gone to bed yet. So uh, <laughs> we're kind of both uh, uh, in a little uh, in-between time there. Dakota, you have been a wonderful guest. And my last question for you is, are we going to have a tailgate? And uh, Yes. We are. And we got six games left. How, um, Let's rally some support. Uh, tell them how, how to get to the, you know, why we should get to some of these games what to look forward to and when is this tailgate?
2: The tailgate will be the very last game of the season, which I believe that is April 15th. Uh, It'll be the very last game because obviously our last three games are home games. So the very last game, which is a Saturday, it will be that Saturday. We're looking at maybe three to six, maybe two to six somewhere in that time. We'll stop an hour when doors open. So that way people have time to walk over and get in and, you know, get their seats and everything like that. But, uh, Yes, we are having a tailgate again this year. Um, it won't spoil any surprises. There is a possible uh, guest that's going to be there. Um, he was there last year. So for those that were there last year know who I'm talking about. But uh, oh, I won't thanks, spoil Dakota. any surprises. Thanks. thanks, you. spoiled it. I'm going to be there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, uh, no, if you're going to get a chance to come out, please come out. Uh, this team definitely needs the support. Obviously, it's not the season that we were all wanting, but. The team feeds off the energy, and that showed over the weekend. Pouds were into the game and energetic, and they fed off it. And, you know, that's something that needs to continue, obviously. You know, Mark Mark, and I know we're working on getting chanting and taunts and stuff like that going. Um, obviously, we've got a goalie chant going after we, when we score goals. but uh, And it's slowly working its way around the arena. Hopefully, by next season, we can get it to where the entire arena is chanting down on the goalie but uh definitely come out if you get a chance it's a great time it's win or lose it's still fun it's still a great environment
1: well super fan mark Corver, take us home uh and and put a cherry on it with a fear of the deer for me would you
2: well i i don't just put cher- cherries no 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 we're putting bacon and we're putting sprinkles on this uh thank you guys for listening come out get your tickets you love me buy me a beer if you love me in dakota like buy us both beers because you know we need alcohol for stuff and things and as always ladies and
1: gentlemen unofficially here's the deer and uh, dakota you're a fantastic guest thanks for being with us yep thanks for having me
0: this episode of round guy radio sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors girling repair of winfield iowa if your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, Cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto.